Buy low, sell high. Very easy to say, but not always so easy to do. For example, high interest rates are hurting the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices in a lot of markets are falling, even for many of the best assets. So it's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting fundrise.com pockets, fundrise.com pockets. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that I turned one of my first homes into an Airbnb? It's true. And it even helped me get the extra income I needed to launch my real estate career. So if you want to try your hand at making even more income with your property, Airbnb is the place to be. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're trying to close on your next rental. So why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to On The Market. I'm your host, Dave Meyer, and today I am bringing you a teaser from our new subscriptions platform. On this platform, you can listen to all of our podcasts, obviously on the market being the most important, but all of the other Bigger Pockets podcasts as well, completely ad-free. And the other benefit, which is honestly just an incredible value, is to hear the entire library of Bigger Pockets 38 different audiobooks and exclusive content like the AMA that you're gonna hear. You're gonna get all this for the low price of $100 per year. It's honestly incredible. You get 38 audiobooks for 100 bucks plus every podcast. It's amazing. So if you're interested in joining, please visit biggerpockets.com slash playlist. That's biggerpockets.com slash playlist. In the meantime, please enjoy a sample of the exclusive content that we're going to be offering subscribers like AMAs. Basically, these are Ask Me Anythings where myself or some of the other Bigger Pockets podcast hosts or authors are going to be taking listener questions and we are going to be sourcing these questions just from subscribers. So today we're going to let everyone listen to this as a little bit of a teaser, but in the future, these are going to be reserved for subscribers. So let's get into this and enjoy these couple of listener questions. 
The first question is obviously about mortgage rates. Everyone wants to know what is going on with mortgage rates right now, and rightfully so, because so much of supply and demand, what is impacting prices in the housing market, is dictated by mortgage rates. And the question is, how fast will mortgage rates go down if they do, in fact, go down? Because it's obviously not a given that they're going to go down. To help explain this, I think it's helpful to just take a step back and talk a little bit about what actually impacts mortgage rates in the first place. And I think there are two primary variables that we need to talk about. First here is bond yields. I know bonds are tend to be sort of a boring topic in the investing world, but they play a huge role in the entire financial system. If you're not familiar with a bond, it's also called a treasury. It's basically when an investor lends money to the U.S. government. Well, it could be to anyone, but in, in the context of mortgage rates, we're talking about U.S. treasuries. So it's when an investor lends money to the U.S. government in exchange for interest. And so the price of bonds, how much interest they pay to investors varies on all sorts of things, mostly macroeconomics, what's going on in the economy, what's going on in other countries' economies, inflation, all these different things. And generally speaking, when bond yields go up, so do mortgage rates. And that's what we've seen over the last couple of, of years. As the Fed has raised their interest rates, bond yields have gone up, and that has brought mortgage rates up with it. The second thing that impacts mortgage rates is basically the spread between bond yields and mortgage rates. So right now, as of this recording, bond yields are somewhere between 3.8 and 4%, but mortgage rates are somewhere around 7%, meaning that the spread between the interest rate on a bond and the interest rate on mortgages is about 3.2%, or otherwise known as 320 basis points. And this is extremely high. Normally, Normally, and during normal times, the spread between a bond yield and a mortgage rate is about 190 basis points. So during normal times, if bond yields are where they are right now at about 3.8%, you would expect mortgage rates to be somewhere around 5.7%. But obviously, that is not happening. So I think these two things are important to understand because to forecast where mortgage rates are going to go, you need to sort of think about where bond yields are going, which direction, and will the spread, which is really wide right now, now, will that actually contract back to normal levels? I suppose it could also get wider, but I think that's probably unlikely. So I think what's going on, I, you know, I'm not an expert in bond yields, but I do see some upward momentum. At least the trend in bond yields is up a little bit right now. It was at about 3.5% for most of the first half of this year. Now it's at about 3.8%. And while most of the experts on this that I read don't expect it to go, you know, to four or even above that, I do think we'll probably probably stay in this 3.8, maybe 4% bond yields because the risk of recession does seem to be going down. And we'll talk about that in a little bit, but bond yields generally fall when there is risk of recession. And since the economy is looking pretty decent right now, we are starting to see bond yields go up. So I don't think that's going to impact uh, mortgage rates that much. That said, the spread, I do think it could come down because the reason the spread is so high is due to a lot of risk. Basically, when banks are considering where they're going to invest their money, um, if mortgages seem kind of risky because there's a recession coming or there's a lot of inflation like right now, they jack up that spread. They basically need to pad their profit margins to avoid any unnecessary risk. And so I do think if inflation comes down and if the fear of a, at least a deep recession uh, retracts a little bit, uh, then we'll see the spread come down. 
Both of those things being said, I don't think that we are going to see mortgage rates fall that much, at least this year. I think they're going to stay very close to where they are. I think eventually in the next year or two, when the Fed pauses or eventually starts to cut rates a little bit, when that spread goes down and when bond yields normalize to where they normally are, I expect that we're going to be in the high fives, uh, maybe around six. And that's probably where mortgage rates are going to stabilize over the next couple of years. I do not personally believe that absent some black swan event where, you know, another COVID or a war or something, that we are going to see mortgage rates in the three or 4% anytime soon. Soon, I think the Fed has learned that putting interest rates near zero does lead to inflation. We've seen them now really have to overcorrect for that. And so that's my best guess is that they'll come down to somewhere in the fives, but it probably won't be in 2023. It'll probably be somewhere in 2024 or even 2025 at this point until we see mortgage rates that low. Next question is, are short-term rentals still a viable investment or should I be looking at other investment vehicles? The short answer is yes. And short-term rentals are absolutely still a viable investment. And I do think there's a lot of media attention and confusion about this. So let's get into this one a little bit. First and foremost, I have said that I think that short-term rental, certain short-term rental markets are in trouble and certain short-term rental operators are in trouble. I've been saying that for probably a year now, and I do think that's still true. We've seen a huge increase in supply in short-term rentals. There are about 1.4 million Airbnbs now. And when I say Airbnbs, I just mean short-term rentals. Um, uh, There are about 1.4 million, which is about 1% of housing stock, and it's gone up like crazy over the last couple of years. Meanwhile, demand is starting to level off as there's, you know, as inflation eats into people's spending power, as there's, you know, some high profile layoffs, people have fear of a recession. And so when that happens, it's basic economics. When there's more supply and demand starts to level off, that means revenue prices are going to start to come down. And I think that's true for this industry. Now, that being said, Even if prices come down a little bit in 2023, they're probably still well above where they were in 2019, 2020, 2021. And so you have to think about this relatively. The second thing is that even though there are a lot of supply, people who are good at running short-term rentals are still going to do just fine. They're going to do great. There basically has, in my opinion, there's been this gold rush in short-term rentals over the last like eight years where you could buy anything and you could be really profitable with it, especially during the pandemic when demand for short-term rentals among uh, among guests was extremely, extremely high. Now, There are more sophisticated investors getting into the market. There are institutional investors getting into the market, and that makes markets more efficient. That doesn't mean you can't invest in it. It just means that there are probably less steals out there and that you're actually going to have to be good or even great at operating your business. But think about this. This doesn't make it a bad thing to invest in. It's the same as rental properties. You can't just go buy a rental property and assume you're going to do well. You can't flip a house and be mediocre at it and assume that you're going to turn a profit. You Real estate is a business. You have to be good at the business. And I think short-term rentals enjoyed this like blip of a gold rush where you didn't have to be good and you could still make money. But now going back to the idea that you have to be good 
isn't necessarily a bad thing. And if you are good, it's actually a good thing because it means that you can now differentiate yourself. If you're a great operator, if you're a great host, there are still plenty of opportunities to make money and you can outperform and outcompete all of the would-be investors or wannabe investors that were sort of getting into this space over the last couple of years. So I definitely think it's still a viable option, but you have to learn the business inside and out like you do with any type of real estate investing. All right. Thanks, everyone. That was our teaser of our exclusive Ask Me Anything content. Again, in the future, it's not just going to be me doing this. We'll have David Green or Rob Abasola, Tony Robinson, the entire Bigger Pockets podcast host team, as well as all of the different authors who have written books for us, are going to be releasing exclusive content on our audio platforms that you won't be able to find anywhere else. So if you want to subscribe and get all of our podcasts ad free, access to 38 different audiobooks just for a hundred bucks a year. Just go to biggerpockets.com slash playlist. That is biggerpockets.com slash playlist. Thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next time for a normally scheduled episode of On the Market. On the Market is created by me, Dave Meyer and Kaylin Bennett. Produced by Kaylin Bennett. Editing by Joel Esparza and Onyx Media. Research by Pooja Jindal. Copywriting by Nate Weintraub. And a very special thanks to the entire Bigger Pockets team. The content on the show on the market are opinions only. All listeners should independently verify data points, opinions, and investment strategies. The housing market is changing, and finding your way right now can be a bit tricky. There are rate shifts, there are confusing headlines, but at the end of the day, your goal hasn't changed. You probably still want financial freedom as much as ever. Well, the good thing is that experienced investors know it's not about trying to time the market. It's about the amount of time you have in the market. And if you're ready to get into real estate investing game, you can still do that, or you can take your game to the next level by finding an investor-friendly agent. With BiggerPockets Agent Finder, you can find the right agent in just a few minutes. You head over to biggerpockets.com slash deals, enter in some details about what you want, where you want to buy, and boom, you instantly get matched with an investor-friendly agent who fits the bill. These local market experts can help you navigate the neighborhoods, analyze the numbers, and take action with confidence once and for all. This free resource is only available at biggerpockets.com slash deals. Get an agent, get the deal, and get closer to financial freedom at biggerpockets.com slash deals. That's biggerpockets.com slash deals to find your investor-friendly agent today. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. Past performance is not indicative of future results, and all hosts and participant opinions are their own. Investments in any asset, real estate included, involves risk. Use your best judgment and consult with qualified advisors before investing. Only risk capital you can afford to lose. Bigger Pockets LLC disclaims all liability for direct, indirect, consequential, or other damages arising from reliance upon information presented in this podcast.